0: Dude, it feels so good to be back. It's your boy Dale Lippin in here with my partner in crime, Trey Van Boskirk. How you doing, brother?
1: I'm going to be honest. You look relaxed, but you definitely don't look tan. You actually look like you got whiter on vacation, if that's possible.
0: Well, uh, as you are uniquely aware, I don't have a good lighting situation here. Mm. So I'm not really sure what to do. Uh, One of our constant critiques uh, from a gentleman who has a podcast, Brian Dales, his podcast, Craft Conversations. He's always talking shit about my lighting. He hates yeah. my lighting. I don't know what to do for you, man. Um, I don't have a ring light. I'm not. It's not an investment I'm willing to make at this point. You can look like you're talking to me from some Al Jazeera hut uh, yes. that's about to get hit by a drone, and I'll look like I'm talking to you with the sun a quarter inch away from me, and we're going to make it work, man.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in a molehill or hole right now. Sorry, I'm not in a molehill, I'm in a molehole. Um, but hey, I'm happy you're back. Um, you missed, I don't know, an okay event? I wouldn't say it was off, off the charts amazing, but you missed an event.
0: First event, um, first event in 10 years, I didn't watch a single fight. And probably the first time in probably 20 years, where I have not gone back and rewatched any of them yet and I don't know if I'm going to. I've I feel like I got the cliff notes from Twitter, from Instagram, from uh, from you and from other people that I that I like and respect. It's a little bit different now than it was back in 2007. I don't necessarily know that I need to go back and watch what went wrong with Vince Morales versus Draco Rodriguez. I don't necessarily know if I, if I, if I feel so inclined to do so.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's not much to pull out of it. I mean, obviously the main event is what's worth talking about going forward. Um, Cyril gone knocks out Derek Lewis. A lot of people had talked about Derek Lewis coming into that fight, being the one punch, you know, knockout superpower or super villain you want to call him. But um, here's the thing, bright lights. Maybe take a little page out of Uriah Hall's book. Could not deal with the bright lights in the hometown. Nerves took over, and he just got absolutely pieced apart by Cyril gone
0: Yeah. So, let, okay, let's talk about this because I was going to bring it up eventually anyway. Um, let's let's talk about this, and then we'll pay a bill. Derek Lewis is now zero and two in title fights. Right? We've established that he's zero and two in title fights. Does he get another one? Is does he become the heavyweight? kenny florian and get four title <laughs> shots before it's all said and done what path to victory do you see for Derek lewis to get another title shot i mean he's kind of yeah he's beaten a list of who's who's as far as heavyweights go but he just can't seem to win when it matters the most
1: but when he does win he does it in fantastic fashion sure. which uh, from a mar- marketability perspective, gets him allows him to leapfrog a little bit. Little bit. My favorite fighter of all time, Uriah Faber. How many title shots has that guy had?
0: A few, I think. What well, he's on? What is he on? Four, as five, well? or six? Yeah, he's had quite a few. But but but. Well, my thing is this though, is that at least going into the fights and within the fights, uh, he's producing somewhat of a uh, competitive. Contest, whereas Derek Lewis's whole strategy appears to be suck really bad and then land one punch. <laughs> That's not the most marketable thing ever. It is slightly marketable, but it's not the most marketable. I think a Francis Ngannou that comes at you, you know, essentially like a like a crazed bear, is a little <laughs> bit more marketable than Derek Lewis, who just kind of counter punches his way into a win every time. What do you think?
1: I disagree. I think it's a little bit of a shtick, dude. I mean, let's go back to uh, probably the greatest cartoon of all time in The Simpsons. How did Homer Simpson win the heavyweight boxing belt? Well, what he did was he got really shit-faced, took a bunch of damage, and then pushed the guy over. Or in Derek Luz's page, wore the guy out a little bit, took some damage, got the lucky KO. Right. There you
0: go. Well, even still. All right uh I don't know man i I like Derek Lewis a lot and I'm not trying to talk shit on him and I like Cyril gone. I think gone I, I think we you know us like many other people that pay attention to the sport have tagged him as a as a contender and, and now obviously as an interim champion but he's been on people's radar for the better part of two plus years now and he's fulfilled all the hype so far. Uh, he's actually a betting favorite against Francis Ngannou, which I love because it means that the world is somewhat coming back to normal when it comes to Francis Ngannou, which is great. A mm. uh, little bit of recency bias, I think, in that. But I, I honestly like Gon at any money I can get him over a Francis Ngannou-style fighter because I feel like the Fr- Cyril Gons and the John Jones Joneses of the world beat the Francis Ngannous and the Derek Lewises seven eight out of ten times so I'll take it I'll take it and if I can get him at near even money I've I've got a I've got a play in already on uh gone over over Lewis I think a or lot of over do. over um and sorry
1: you put inganu Jones Stipe you put that whole crew together and I think gone is a force to be reckoned with his non-hit getting hit style that utilizing that length and probably the greatest fight IQ I believe in that entire division he's a force to be working to be reckoned with dude I, I believe that
0: yeah all right, this episode of the podcast, like all episodes of the podcast, are brought to you by Stay Classy Meats. Guys, if you go to stayclassymeats.com and use promo code FIST, you can save 10% on the entire thing. If you want Ranch to Table Farm Fresh food delivered from the plains of Montana directly to your door every Monday and Friday, you can get it. If you go to stayclassymeats.com and use promo code FIST, it'll save you 10% on the entire thing. We say it each and every time, very... I don't want to say very few because a lot of people do do utilize the codes. But those of you that have and have purchased things, I I, I have stood by my claim that I had on my previous show. And I stand by the claim I've had on this one. If you buy steak glassy meats and you get it and you don't like it, I will give you money. I'll give you money. It's it's, it's a day I'll give you your money back guarantee. It's fantastic, man. It's fantastic. I I, I stand by the. it's not even my product. And I will. I'm willing to stand by it with my own money,
1: dude. I didn't even tell you this. Yeah, but guess what? Your boy is going to start doing CrossFit. Come... No, 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 absolutely not. CrossFit. I, I do. I do, do uh, pull ups like a real man.
0: Okay. Um, okay.
1: September first.
0: Well, you going boy... I get to keep guessing.
1: Oh, you can keep going. Okay, okay September
0: first. Okay, uh, you're not doing CrossFit. Is it an athletic competition? No. Okay. Is it a musical lesson of some sort?
1: no Damn it. you're you're veering off the path very hard
0: you're gonna go vegetarian
1: Ooh, no but you're in the right realm you're, in you're a gonna good go lens. carnivore yes
0: are you you're gonna go straight carnivore
1: i'm gonna do the carnivore diet for 30 days i'm gonna try it so i'm gonna use that code fist i'm gonna get 10 off and dude i'm gonna go so hard in the paint
0: september 1st
1: september 1st i'm going 30 days hardcore carnivore diet i want to see what this whole thing's about can i do it all too? the hoopla you want to jump in on that Yeah, let's do it. Now I heard there's a lot of explosive diarrhea. I'm a little bit worried about that.
0: Literally every day of my life.
1: You've already attempted this once.
0: No, I just literally have diarrhea every day of my life. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's like a that's a mid '30s thing.
0: I don't even know if it's a mid '30s thing. I just don't throw a lot of solid BMs out anymore. It's just (laughs) everything's got a pretty got a pretty slick feel to it, bro. I mean, it's just I don't know what the case is. That's just just happens. (laughs) I think.
1: I'm down to start this with you, but let's take you to a doctor first. <laughs> I
0: don't think that's the case, man. I I eat I eat pretty clean, and I drink a lot of coffee, and then I have beer in the evening. I think that probably contributes a, a, a lot to it. Huh. But yeah, most things are pretty slick, man. I don't I don't have to push very hard.
1: Yeah, and you're doing that all on company dime, and so I'm I told... all,
0: I always poop on the company on the company dime. <laughs> that's good. They make yeah. a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I take a dump on company time.
1: <laughs> oh, oh man! All right. Um, well, we're obviously going to be savages in the month of uh, September, but hey, sure. prior to September, ten days away from actual today, we are recording. There's another savage that's entering the Oxcondale.
0: I'm ex- so, dude, I'm so excited, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, admittedly, this one's flown a little bit under the radar with us because he announced the fight and then like immediately went into camp, and he's been like kind of keeping it low key. But yeah, Taylor's got a fight coming up in. 10 days 11 days
1: 10 days, um, 10 days. August, yeah august 20th south dakota dude's gonna start burying people again now if you remember this guy taylor is such a savage in every facet of his mixed martial arts but let me tell you this look at the guy he lost to his last loss johnny Evelyn what is he ranked number six he's yeah. right in the picture and yeah. that was coming off a bad weight cut that he lost he wasn't really and it was a quick turnaround fight for him as well dude taylor is a force to be reckoned with in that middleweight division and this fight is only going to further prove that and get him into that top 10 yeah let's go
0: yeah let's go yeah in uh, south dakota
1: south dakota uh how do you say that how do you say that city sioux, uh, falls? sioux falls
0: sioux falls yeah why would you spell it like that i think it's a native american thing so they can kind of say and do what they want Interesting. um well, that's kind of crazy, though. That we're, we're he's doing something in South Dakota because South Dakota is like a huge, like Western land of the West style. Like, there's a lot of stuff as far as Western movies that have taken place in South Dakota. I don't like talking movies with you because you don't watch movies. You don't know anything when it comes to this. Right. So, but like, right. if you've ever watched Dances with Wolves, uh,
1: no, I'm I'm straight
0: do dances, do, oh man dance first of all let's talk about this for a second you put up a poll today on our instagram as to what was a better movie flash dance or saturday night fever no no footloose, footloose. or saturday night fever and I, you're you you need to remind me that you're straight
1: well to my knowledge it was pretty much 50-50 with 100 votes against it
0: Yeah, but still, people are just bored taking a dump at work and they're voting on your your Nancy poll.
1: Wait, what's what's the bad option?
0: Neither one of them are are super good. What? Dude, Dances with Wolves dances circles on both of those ridiculous movies. Do they even dance in that movie? No, they don't dance in that movie.
1: Well, that makes no sense then.
0: Dude. You're telling me there's no wolves that are dancing. Have you ever watched Deadwood? No. Oh my gosh. <sighs> how about how how the West was won?
1: Was that in, in color or black and white? This is
0: unbelievable. I don't <laughs> even know you. Sometimes this is this is what when people listen to the show and they're like, "Who are these guys? How does this happen? We've never met before." Because <laughs> there's there's some things. Because I don't want to meet this guy. <laughs> there's some fucking things that I don't I don't necessarily know that I want to meet you. I think we should just keep this uh i think we should keep it you know right where it's at a safe healthy distance apart because the more i learn these things i I just honestly dude i kind of feel like kidnapping you and just stockholm syndrome giving you a little stockholm syndrome uh, over all the things that you're missing out on in life man
1: well speaking of western though i'm not missing out i bought this on amazon a couple days ago check out this this bison head i have here
0: yeah that's good that's good you made some you made some kid that paid 999 dollars on a how to drop ship course super happy by ordering that
1: yeah it's pretty sick it's gonna look good um people are gonna be like is trey western guy and i'm gonna be like i don't know maybe i don't know
0: are you painting it or are you just gonna leave it white
1: no, it's gonna go right behind here on this blank wall you see here.
0: It's what, so is looks this? Like I what is like' this new space I see did you get did you get kicked out of your house what where, uh, what is this? I'm in between spaces right now. okay I'm in, in between <laughs> living arrangements or in between <laughs> office spaces or what do you got? There? I'm in between spaces right now. <laughs> Uh, say no more i will slowly back away with my hands up Um,
1: (laughs) no it's all good guys i'm 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 doing fine (laughs) i'm going on the carnivore diet on september 1st i'm I'm doing just fine
0: yeah mostly because um never mind yeah anyway (laughs) 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 because they gotta
1: look hot again
0: (laughs) (laughs) child's port in in california is brutal from what i understand so (laughs)
1: dude i am happily married there is nothing wrong in my household i just am moving workplaces for the time being i want to make that very clear because Uh, my wife will literally watch one episode of ours and it'll be this one and she'll be like what
0: the fuck yeah yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This will be the one that she tunes into. Like, I know. What is going on Jeez. on this stupid little show of yours? <laughs>
1: uh,
0: That's really funny. But- anyway, so you were getting ready to say Taylor fights in 10 days. Uh, he's going to be repping the Allegiance. Uh, logo and flag and we should be doing the same thing, right? Absolutely.
1: Just like it's behind you and the best way to do that, guys, just go to allegianceclothing.com, type in that code punch. That's going to get you 20% off site wide. Dale, I love your background. I like the you. shirt I'm wearing. This is probably my favorite one, the Live Life Fast shirt because it yeah. is super badass. But again, guys, super easy. Allegianceclothing.com, type in that code punch.
0: Yeah. All right. I want to review something real quick because I, I mean, just uh, I, had, I had a great prelims and then the wheels kind of came off a little bit, right? So let me let me back people up as to my logic on how to bet UFC 265. Um, I sent you my picks the very first night I was on vacation and I was drunk already because I was drinking the same canned margaritas that you're drinking right now. Hello. And, and they're potent. Um, if you guys are in, not an endorsement, uh, but if you are into canned pre-made cocktails, the Cutwater margaritas are dynamite and uh they are they are heavy pours inside those cans so anyway Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you you told me about them i went and got some i had a couple and i was like you know what i'm just going to send you my picks so i did uh on top of that because i fancy myself as being the greatest mma handicapper that's ever lived true i um decided i was going to do method of victory too because inevitably what was going to happen is not only was i going to get my picks right but I was going to tell you how it was going to happen as well. And then all of my people that have been so faithfully behind me repping the beard for years would come back. <laughs> and uh I looked good in the prelims.
1: It was amazing. But I yeah. did not
0: fare well in the main event. So I'm I'm on my way back. I'm on my way back. And are this I said this on on Twitter the other day. I have fight fatigue is what it is. My right. brain is smoothing out because we've had so many events for so long that my brain's just smoothing out. I need more time to just kind of sit and chill. And honestly, I've been making my picks based on who I like and how I can talk about them and talking myself into them more so than just playing it actual. Like, here, here, case in point, right? Fucking case in point. I'll give you the perfect fight for this. Was the... Vince Morales, Draco Rodriguez fight. What did I say? Rodriguez lost to Eamon Zahabi. Vince Morales beat Eamon Zahabi. Vince Morales should beat Draco Rodriguez. And what did he do? He went out there in 30 27 yeah That's, I talked myself into the knockout power of Draco Rodriguez, completely disregarding the analytics that he should lose that fight because yeah. I just wanted to talk myself into it. That was poor poor handicapping on my part i won't make that mistake again i won't do it
1: well no what was more poor is you're
0: like a guy
1: um man how do i say this imagine babe ruth dude the sultan of swat the king of clash dude the 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 great bambino dude imagine him for like six games just going out there and just getting shut out not even clipping the ball not even getting a foul tip just piece of shit
0: happened all the time
1: yeah and then he comes up and he points to the grandstand and says this one's fucking going out this one's this one's going out into san francisco's pond dude this i'm i'm launching this bitch it's weird you're mixing everything up go ahead keep going no, that's that's what you did you walked in you pointed to the grandstand and while maybe the 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 sentiment was there the, the idea the theory that you know, your picks were relatively right he still struck out, but it was a nice strikeout because it was there. You had a good eye. That's like they always said to me in a little league, dude. You had a good eye, good eye, little man.
0: I don't think it was a good eye so much as it was I hit it to the warning track. It just didn't go over the wall. Ah, okay.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I, I went, I went
0: six. I I won six out of the first seven money lines.
1: Right. Right.
0: And then I got three out of eleven total results correct. So I I got I got ten total. Fights correct. I got right. ten total bets correct, and then I got four. Oh, I won. I won nine hundred or five hundred. I won eleven and eleven.
1: Well, it's like you were a stud in the minors, then you came to the big leagues, the main card, and just freaking sucked.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're really you're this is very harsh <laughs> criticism. I I didn't pay much attention <laughs> to your plays. How did you fare? You know what? I'm just a I'm
1: a I'm a cute cute guy, dude. I'm just yeah? I'm super cute. Okay. Yeah. So did, I, did, I have to stay well? cute. Well, I have to stay cute, dude. I I've I've realized this about my betting. I am the Sultan the Swat. I'm the freaking Oracle when it comes to overs and unders. Okay. Over unders, that's my bread and butter, dude. That's what I need to do. My next card, what is it for Fight Night uh, next week? Who is that? Whatever. The whole card over yeah. and unders. I'm not gonna do one money line. I'm not gonna do any inside the distance. It's wow. literally just gonna be over under, all ten plays.
0: You're going to do all 10 fights over unders.
1: I just see it. I see it. You I see, see it, it so well.
0: Interesting. Okay. Like
1: the, the great um, Ed Herman, um, uh, Alonzo like, like, Menafield. Alonzo Menafield, dude. The yeah. one and a half line. That was taking candy from a baby. So wow. easy. Ed Herman, that Grizzly veteran we talked about, that guy was not going to go down with a one, one punch knockout. No way. One and a half was easy.
0: Interesting. interesting. Too bad I
1: put like not even a quarter of a unit on it. It was pretty sick.
0: Okay. Okay. It's hmm. interesting. All right. Let's talk about Bellator real quick. Okay. Because you do know some of these people. I know you said going into this you don't know a lot of them, but you do know some of them. Gegard Mousasi obviously is the main event middleweight championship on the line. Gegard Mousasi taking on John Salter. John Salter at eighteen and four. Gegard Mousasi at forty-seven. Seven and two. Um, I get a lot of heat online because I've said this before and I'll say it again. Gegard Mousasi is one of, one of the great, not only just the greatest middleweight fighters of all time, but probably deserves a top 10 spot as far as mixed martial artists go. Wow. That's not an exaggeration. I'm not, that's not hyperbole. I'm not just saying that. Like, to, for the sake of saying it, if you look at the accomplishments of Gegard Musasi and who he's beaten, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable who he's beaten and, and how he's done it and the, and the championships that he's won. It's wild. It's wild. I don't know anybody that... There's not a lot of people active in the game right now that can boast what he's done.
1: Uh, why? What do you mean, why? No, I just feel like... Every, well, what's the, what's the, what's the phrase, dude? Every king uh, is subject to a killing every day. What's that? I, what's that phrase, I, dude? I
0: have no idea what this one is.
1: Dude, go, go back to the AJ McKee pit bull scenario right, right there.
0: Right, okay, okay. It's the
1: exact same thing with, with Gegard Muzassi, dude. What? He's susceptible every single day to, to taking a loss. Nah, and today And today's going to be the nah, day.
0: Nah, you think John Salter's going to beat him?
1: No, I don't. Interesting. Absolutely not.
0: Okay. So I just I'm I'm just want to run you through some. What's the line? Points. Perfect. Perfect. What's the Perfect line. I'll I'll pull it up right now. Hang on. Uh, let me see here. Musasi's a minus three hundred over Selter. Right. is a plus two twenty.
1: Okay, so you're not playing that.
0: I'm going to put him in a parlay.
1: Mm. Three Look. leg or greater.
0: Look. So. Speaking of three legs, supposedly Musasi has a hammer on him. Really? That's the, rumor. That's the rumor. Where'd you hear this rumor? I feel like Rogan said it one time on his show. Because they were like hanging out and the they showers. just saw him or heard heard a rumor or something like that. It was one of those guys. One of those Rogan or Schaub, or one of those guys said that they saw or heard one time that he's carrying around a baseball bat. Uh wins over Melvin Manhoff, Jacques Ray Sosa, Mark Hunt. Remy Sokaju, Gary Goodrich. Oh, man. OSP, Mike Kyle, Alir Latifi, Mark Munoz, Dan Henderson, Costa Filippu, Talos Ladies, Tiago Santos, Vitor. I'm, a lot
1: of, I'm seeing a lot of aging vet names, dude. dude Carvalho,
0: Rory McDonald. Loyola How many Machida, of those have Douglas either bailed Lima. from the game?
1: How many of those have bailed from the game? Switch sports, so gone good. to different promotions. So funny, dude, great dude. example today. Jacare goes and says, "Dude, I'm done with MMA. I'm retiring. I'm going to go do jiu-jitsu full time." Right. I mean, you just named about a billion other people. Vitor doing boxing now. A couple bare knuckle boxers in there. I mean, aging vets, man.
0: Dude, he won. He was the he was the dream middle and light heavyweight champ. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was Cage Warrior champ. Um, if I'm not mistaken, didn't, wasn't he Strike Force champ as well? No. No? No. He was not Strike Force's champ? No. Okay. And then, obviously, Bellator two-division Bellator champ. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Pretty fucking illustrious career, buddy. <laughs>
1: I'm not saying I'm not saying that he hasn't had an illustrious career. I just say it's a new day and age, dude. Okay, young young puppy's got to eat.
0: All right, man, that's fine. All right, so we're gonna say I'm putting Gegard Musasi, I'm putting him in a parlay. Uh, I'll get I'll get a little slimy with it if I have to. Andre Korshov taking on S- Sabah Hamasi. Magomed Magomedov taking on Rufion on Stotts, the uh, the Duke Rufus prospect. And then here's here's something that's interesting. Okay, mm. your boy Ty Gorder. Is taking on Kazmarat Bestiev. Bestiev was supposed to face Tombstone and backed ah. out. Oh, what a bitch! Ty Gwarder is the ex squeeze of your chick, Jessica Rose Clark. No. Yeah. So who miss do you miss, Jesse Jess? Miss Jesse Jess. Do you go with Miss Jesse Jess's ex, or do you go with the guy that ducked Tombstone?
1: That's tough, dude. Obviously, the ex is a moron because she's the hottest chick in the entire UFC promotion um so that's true okay true or false
0: i i remain neutral here go ahead
1: oh okay you're not working from a different area in your house
0: (laughs) yeah well no not only that it's just i don't want to have to be in between spaces like you are so (laughs) um
1: um i'll take i mean i think uh i think ducking ducking tombstones pretty pretty bad
0: all right so you're taking tide water yeah Minus two sixty five favorite is Mister Gorder.
1: That would make sense. All
0: right, so I'm going to go ahead and throw all my Eastern Bloc Europeans together in a uh, in a parlay here. If okay. those of you who aren't familiar, that's going to be Gegard Musasi, even though he's Dutch. So I think the Netherlands doesn't really count as Eastern Bloc. Uh, Korshkov and Magomed, Magomedov, and going to go ahead and parlay those three tasty bad boys together. Um, Actually, what freaking I can't stand these people. There are some, there are some out there, right? Who would who would like to see you fail? And my bookie is one of them. But anyway, if you throw all three of those together, you can get that at a plus one hundred and fifty. I am not allowed to bet on those parlays anymore. Mm. My bookie has restricted me on doing large uh heavy favorite money lines for big, for big money. So like I'll take a minus five and a minus three and take it at like a minus 185 and I'll throw 200 bucks on it or 300 bucks on it. And if you do that enough, they'll prevent you from doing that. So I'm in timeout.
1: I'm, I'm so over my bookie, by the way. They're, they're the worst.
0: They I, I don't worst.
1: like how you can't parlay like... Within a fight, like you can't do, like yeah. if I want to take Tombstone over one and a half and take him also straight money line, you can't parlay those two together. Versus, Correct. you go to FanDuel, you can do that.
0: Yes, but I FanDuel, duel is only in a couple states, so I can't do I about that. I can't do that. See,
1: that's why we all need to invest in Penn, so we make that the universal standard, so we can get the app, and then we can get it brought to here, in California, you in South Carolina, and we can bet freely on the app, the score. Go buy pen, everyone, because I'm fucking losing money right now.
0: <laughs> You're bleeding. You're bleeding. bleeding. It's not viable, bro. It's not viable. Oh. There's two plays in the market right oh, now, bro. dude. Here we there's go. Two plays in the market, and oh, either No, here we go. I'm not. I'm just saying. There's only two. All right. Um, all right. So that's my that's that's going to be my uh, my slippery, uh, no fun, heavy favorite. Bellator, and then we've got obviously we've got PFL this weekend as well. Uh PFL, in my opinion, is probably going to be a little bit more exciting. What do you think? They, they, you familiar with any of the fights that are on PFL? We
1: made a we we vowed to each other we would stop betting PFL. That's true. We, we, it's did. Unbettable.
0: we did, but also I'm a degenerate gambler, so check this out. Okay. Um Rory McDonald's facing Ray Cooper, and you can get Rory McDonald at underdog money. Mm. Now, I know, this is, I know this is Jesus Warrior, Rory McDonald. I know this is soft, soft-spoken, you know, Rory McDonald. But this is also Rory McDonald that just got robbed by Gleason yeah. Tebow and the super poor judging. Do we really think that Rory McDonald's about to drop two in a row? Like, if Ray Cooper can't sleep Rory McDonald, how's he going to beat him? Like, no, he's going to have to knock him out. Him out. R- R- He's Ray Cooper is going to have to knock out Rory McGon. If he can't do it, Rory wins this fight. He wins it. I love what you say, Gleason T. Bow. Because every time you say
1: Gleason T. Bow, reminds me of one person, and one person only. Khabib. That's right. That's
0: right. Because because Gleason beat Khabib. That's and, right. And nobody. That's that is that's something that nobody wants to acknowledge. And every all the it makes all the Khabib fanboys super upset. But if you go oh, so back, good. get on your fight pass. And watch yeah. Gleason Tebow versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. Turn off the commentary and just watch it in a dark room, and just sit there like Patrick Bateman and watch it. <laughs> Gleason Tebow wins that fight. He wins it outright. He wins it outright. It was criminal. Yeah. It's criminal, dude. He teabagged Khabib. Let's put okay. Let's do this. What win would you be willing to sacrifice? It has to be a substantial one what win would you be willing to sacrifice in order to change the course of history to have Gleason Bow actually beat Khabib in that fight?
1: I don't know. I'm not understanding this.
0: Like I would sacrifice, I would be willing to sacrifice. Um, what what What's a win that made me really happy? Oh, I'd, be, okay. I'd be willing to sacrifice Cub Swanson beating Daniel Pineda to go back and and change history and have Gleason beat Khabib.
1: Ooh, see that's tough because all the big wins that I wanted to have for Faber, he lost. Like yeah, I he, sure. he, he would, he would have beat it? Aldo. I'd been like, oh, dude, that one for sure. But he lost. <laughs> we'll just uh, switch it up.
0: Do, do Chad Mendez the first time he fought Aldo?
1: Oh, I, I, if I was gonna do that, it'd be Mendez over over Connor.
0: That's a great one. Mm. So. Wait a second, though. What you have, It has to be something you have to be oh, happy about. Oh, but it has about. to be happy about. Yeah.
1: Oh. See, the problem is I've never been very happy, Dale. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hence your transitional space.
1: Yeah. A, <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So R- Roy McDonald, you get him an even money. Um, there's a couple of large favorites on here, right? So Magomed, Magomed Karamov, minus 650. Don't touch it. Don't touch that. It's going to break a parlay. Um, I will say this, though. Lok Rasmadov uh, over Alex Martinez, you can get him at a minus 160. That's not bad. Olivier Aubon-Mercier is at a minus 500 taking on Daryl Horcher. Do you remember Daryl Horcher? No. Daryl Horcher was a guy that they had fill in on short notice. Remember? After a, uh, after a certain motorcycle accident? Oh
1: my gosh, Sean Strickland? No gosh.
0: <laughs> Never mind. No, huh. um. Damn. <laughs>
1: Fuck.
0: <laughs> oh, buddy. No, they had um, wait a second, where's my thing at? Hold on, where's my I I gotta pull up his. I want to make sure I get the time frame on this correct. If I'm not mistaken, Daryl Horcher was out due to a motorcycle wreck, then came back in short notice and fought none other than Khabib – um, after Khabib was unable, who was he supposed to fight? And then the fight fell through. Yeah. It was like a UFC on Fox event. Yep. So Daryl Horcher, 12 and one motorcycle wreck comes back, fights. Khabib loses in the second round of Khabib after getting ragdolled. Hmm. Um, but that was back at UFC on Fox back in 2016, baby, 2016. Wow. So Daryl Horcher, ladies and gentlemen, um, the other one that was a short notice that gave a, a fan favorite run for their money was obviously Lando Bonada, but Lando's still around, so that's not as not as relevant of a uh, of a connection there. And then what else do we got, dude? Uh, Curtis Millender, Gleason Tebow. I'll take Gleason Tebow over Curtis Millinder, and I wouldn't touch anything else on this card. Uh, Magomed Umaladov is ten and zero. He's a welterweight out of Russia, Cox Mountain Warrior. If you want to, if you want to do it, go for it. And then I think that's it. Is there two PFL events this week? Do you I know? feel so
1: helpless right now, man. Why so helpless? oh because dude, I'm I'm UFC or die. I don't even oh, pay attention to Bellator, PFL. It's kind of like this is why I never participate in fantasy football. I can't do it. I can't focus on a bunch of different teams. I got to focus on my mm-hmm. Las Vegas Raiders, and that's it. Do or die. It's one team, one promotion. That's it.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. So you're going, let's talk about airports real quick, because you talk about Las Vegas. You're not going to Vegas, but you're going where this week? Denver. 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 Have you ever been to Denver before? Of course. Oh, that's, I'm, I'm not <laughs> a super high travel place. You have been before?
1: I have been, yes.
0: What is your take on the Denver airport? I can't remember, it to be honest. Really? Yeah. Can you do me a favor while you're there? Okay. Can you go to the memorial for the New World Order? What is that? Uh there's a thing in the Denver airport that is like a dedication to the New World Order. What is the New World Order? The NWO, the Illuminati, what? Are you talking about? Oh boy. And so it begins. No, I'm just I'm just saying so like <laughs> so when I flew into Denver, Um, I did not get, I was, I was, my flight was delayed. So I was running late and then I had a car coming to pick me up. So I didn't have time to go look at it. But if you go into the the Denver International Airport, there is all kinds of stuff. There's this, a lot of people, um, think that there are underground tunnels underneath the Denver airport that in the event that things hit the fan, that's where most of the world leaders will go into the tunnels, either there or, what is it, Missouri, wherever the other wherever the other tunnel system's at. Um, and that's where they're going to hide out at.
1: There's a tunnel system under the Denver airport.
0: Yes, and there's also murals that, um, if I'm not mistaken, ha- like it was painted years ago that predicted COVID.
1: Well, there was a book out there that predicted COVID as well. By, yeah, um, a, yeah. Whatever his name is. Um, yeah. That's crazy about the tunnels. Um, You know, it's funny. All right, here we go. Let me just take a sip of this real quick.
0: Yeah, go ahead, man. What you got?
1: Conspiracy. Yep. 6% of the population believes that Elvis Presley is still alive,
0: Dale. I've told you before I believe Elvis Presley is still alive.
1: I, I read there's multiple theories, though, as to why he, quote, unquote, faked his own death. Okay. And the one that I read about today that was really interesting was the one uh, with him being mixed up in the mob. One, I mean, this is another reason I know, you know, very prominent figures, especially in the music scene, Frank Sinatra, whomever, have always been you know involved in the mob. Right. A lot of people think that uh, the mob is what gave Frank Sinatra his platform. But as it relates to the king himself, mm-hmm. dude, check this out. Checking it. Elvis was like the most outside of you and me he was the most like Americana dude on the planet. He was all about USA, all about helping the FBI where needed. Apparently a mobster uh, from the mob group called the fraternity wanted to buy his airplane.
0: Okay. And
1: so this guy goes to Elvis and it's like, Hey dude, you have a sick, you have a sick plane. Yeah. I want to buy this thing from you. And he's like, ah, I don't know if I'm willing to sell it. He ends up talking to FBI Elvis. And he's like, Hey, by the way, I've been chatting with, you know, this guy." This guy over here, who's part of the fraternity, he wants to buy my airplane. They're like, oh, dude, that guy's hardcore. He's in some deep shit. Yeah. We'll make you an informant. We want you to, you know, penetrate this group here, see what's going on, be a little mole for us. And he's like, you know what? I'll fucking do it. Yeah. So he goes and does it. He goes in there. The problem is the mob catches on. They're like, holy shit, dude, you're an informant. We're going to fucking kill you. So then, Elvis goes back to the FBI. He's like, dude, I got to go into witness protection. I need to go. And so they put him in witness protection. Same time, someone says they see a mysterious figure that looks like Elvis buying a flight in cash to Costa Rica, gets the hell out of there, never sees him again, times out exactly when he died on the crapper. Boom, dude, Elvis is alive.
0: I believe that Elvis is alive still. I know that you – I know that you vehemently disagree with me, but I think Osama bin Laden is still alive. I think that Saddam Hussein is still alive. I, I think uh, I have no <laughs> I have no reservations, huh? I I just <laughs> the only one that I don't believe is actually still alive is uh, Gaddafi. Tupac? No, Who? Gaddafi, Muammar Gaddafi.
1: Who's Muammar Gaddafi?
0: The leader of Libya.
1: I again promotions. I only know America. <laughs>
0: Gotcha. Okay, so first of all, let's let's backtrack real quick. One, I would never help the FBI uh, because the FBI <laughs> was created to go against the American people and is probably the most anti-American law enforcement establishment outside of the ATF. So, uh, don't ever get it twisted and think that I will I will ever do anything, anything at all, to assist right. either the Federal Bureau of Idiots right. or the ATF. Because all gun laws are infringements, Trey. Every gun law is an infringement, and if you're in the ATF, you enforce tyranny. FBI, you were designed to spy on your own people. Negative. That's a no for me. Second of all, were you? Wait, hold on. What you would you're you would you would never rat then? Rat on what?
1: Anything. Like you would never go six nine status. You would never get put up on court and being like. Hey, I don't want to spend 15 years in jail. I'm ratting everyone
0: out. So here's the thing it depends on my involvement in it. Um, well, if, you're in some deep shit
1: right now. Well, so, no. like, w-
0: what do you do? Well, no. So, well, it's, a, it's here's my thing, right? So, there's a different level of I wouldn't rat, right? If we're at a gas station and I see you rob the gas, the, like the gas station, and you run away and the cops come up to me and they go, Do you know what the guy looked like? And I'd be like, Yeah, it was a whatever five, nine to six foot one white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes. I have no problem in doing that. However, um, as a person that has belonged to various groups throughout my life, I would never upon taking uh, a, a, an obligation of such w- would, would turn on anybody. No.
1: So what if, what if you just like one day rob bank? Okay, and the blame you're able to get out of it. You're not going to put any jail time sure. in whatsoever. But sure. the guy you conspired with seems to be on the hook. You have an opportunity to get out, see your family for the next 15 years if you rat the dude out in full. What are you doing?
0: Do I do I know this guy?
1: Well, yeah, you conspired with him,
0: right? But do I know him? Know him? Like, I mean. That's, a, mean, weird, you, that's enough a weird thing to
1: inspire with him. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like you'd probably, you know, you have to go to the beat laboratory and you got to hatch out a plan. Sure, so you obviously sure. did that.
0: Well, so here's the thing though, right? Is you're talking about, I already got away with it. So if it looks like he's going to go down for it and I'm not, then I'd be more concerned about him ratting on me. I'm not going to volunteer myself at, as a guilty party to well, get so out to get of, ahead something of it. Would you rat him out? Absolutely. And you never telling yourself to get ahead of it. You always let them tell you what they know never you ne- dude you never try to get ahead of it no be honest from the jump and you look if you always tell the truth you never have to lie and, and you don't you never have to remember anything Aww. so if if you're always telling the truth you never have to remember anything so i it one i'm not going to rob a bank right but even if i was and i did it my friend got caught and i did not i'd be more worried about him getting ratting on me than it would be me going back and confessing to something to alleviate his suffering why why would i do that
1: i don't I don't know yeah i don't know
0: yeah you got caught i didn't you should be happy that one of us got away i'll hold on to your money till you get out bro no but maybe he gets a lesser sentence for dragging you in the deep waters as well yeah but then we both have to listen if if it's you lose both your legs or we both lose a leg my man you are use, losing both of your legs but you he might only lo- you lose a couple toes that ain't it bro that ain't it. Mm, okay. All I'm right. just, I'm just, I, 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 I won't do, I won't do something like that, but I'm not also not just going to rat on people. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not the person going around reporting to people to the neighborhood HOA. That's not my speed at all. I, I just, I don't go out of my way to, to help or hinder anybody. I've told you this before. My motto is not my people, not my problem. If you're not in my circle and you do not directly impact my my ability to provide and preside over my household, I don't care. And I will I will keep it moving. That's just the way I am. Not my people, not my problem.
1: I emailed the HOA like two days ago and ratted on someone. Did you really? Yeah. Oh
0: man, yeah. why? What what is this, what did they do? Because this neighbor's a
1: fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like literally. Like she's such she's so gnarly and okay. you okay. know what like she, she's more. always no she's always ratting on me like what? <laughs> I. so i saw her do the most minor thing but i was like you know what it's just gonna be a petty it's gonna be a petty fight till the end so she she obviously went to the pool and she hung a towel over her front of her wall and you can't have that so i i emailed and i was like hey uh lady and you know Sixty-seven forty-nine down the street. It's got her towel hanging out, and it looks—it looks—it—it it just looks gross. And I don't—the valuation of my house is going down because of this pink towel. Can you please send her a note and ask her to hang her towels possibly inside, not over her wall. So, suck it. I—I
0: <laughs> I have a real problem with HOAs. Um, it's a love-hate relationship, really. Uh, because one, I like the standard of the people around me to, to 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 value their property as much as I value mine. But also, it's your property. I can't expect you to do what to value anything as much as I value it, right? Like if you if you hold people to the same standard you hold yourself, you'll constantly be disappointed, right? Because you're always going to expect the most out of yourself. Um, HOAs are very much like that in my, in my regard. I don't particularly care for them because I believe it's your right to live and reside on your property the way you see fit because you purchased it and it's yours. But the flip side of that is if you got a pit bull tied to a cinder block out in your front yard and it barks at me every time I walk by and I feel like it's a threat to me and my kids, now I have a problem with it. And in that instance, I like that there's some sort of outside body that projects some sort of authority that some people listen to. But I really have a hard time not only... Asking someone to provide some sort of governance over top of me, but also paying them to do so. That really, that chaps my b I love my neighborhood, though, because it's a nice, clean neighborhood. Uh, I've lived in neighborhoods that are not that, and we didn't have HOAs there. Well,
1: you know what's so annoying is, and I'll tell you that I've had two violations in the past three months. Um, <laughs> oh my so, uh, so my scary. most recent violation actually was on the Connor-Dustin card. Okay, so okay. You know you're on the east coast, I'm on the west coast. Yep. So the Connor Dustin fight took took place around 10 p.m. Pacific time. Sure. I have a sick garage setup. I got a high top bar, I got yeah, a little mini fridge, it. it's always stocked, the gills, and I've got a sick 65-inch screen that just drapes down from the ceiling. It's set up for the boys, dude. The boys yeah. are stoked when they come over. Right. So I have like five friends over watching this fight and we all see Connor snap his leg into oblivion and everyone, oh, fuck, oh, shit, he's gonna die, oh God. And, you know, everyone's screaming their head off, right? It's yep. loud. It's a garage, it echoes into what's an alley. The yeah. alley, we're in townhomes, just yeah. freaking caters down the street. A week later, I get a picture of me and my five buddies hanging out in my garage with the title as Noise Complaint.
0: Somebody took a picture of you? Took
1: a picture, Bro. submitted it to the HOA, Bro. said that I had five plus people in my house, and that so there, was a, there was, a, it was a loud violation. What are they, all this Gestapo? Stuff. Here's the kicker. <laughs> it's almost like a red light camera. There's the picture. I got to send it to you. Maybe I'll yeah. post it. It's all Please five of it. us hanging in, and yeah. everyone's like watching the fight. <laughs> I'm off to the corner, shot getting a beer. I'm not even watching the fight. <laughs> Please post it. I do to post it, dude. All right, yeah, that it's dude. It's just one thing after another with the HOA. They might as well be the FBI now,
0: Bunch they are. Majors. That's that's they're designed to govern over you. It's bullshit. I don't like them at all, man. I don't like the HOA. All right, um, we did Bellator, we did PFL. You're going to Denver. You're going to be there. You're going to take a picture of the New World Order mural for me. Yes. Um, yep. And I'm also then gonna text Dover Text. The, you know what's weird and now I'm now I'm putting it together, right? So now we talk conspiracies. Okay. Doesn't Dober get married this weekend?
1: I think it's next weekend.
0: How would you know that? You got your invite.
1: I cannot confirm or this deny. Is,
0: this is number 1 bullshit. This is number 1 bullshit. All right. Anyway, let's uh let's put a bow on this bad boy. No fights this weekend, right? right. Um so we're just gonna kind of chill, take it easy. We'll be on social, do a couple little uh, PFL and Bellator plays. I'll just post them up, whatever I'm playing. Well, I kind of told you what I am playing, uh, but we'll reinforce it with some posts. And then, what else do you want to do this weekend? Anything?
1: Are dinosaurs real?
0: Here, oh, dude, here, I'm so glad you brought this up. I'm gonna. So I, I went on vacation, right? No, this is, and I don't, I have no. I've done no research about this whatsoever, and I want you to—I th- I want you to think about this. Producer Jake's in the background. Just—just um, just if you guys can walk with me on this one. Okay. All right. So we went to the beach. I was—I was in Florida all week long, and uh, we stayed right on the water, which is great because even though I'm in Charleston, I'm not right on the water, but it's close enough. But anyway, I was sitting out on the balcony every night, drinking margaritas, just chilling, having a good time. Right. right, and the waves are constantly crashing. Right, very soothing if you're into that kind of thing. I remember as a kid, and maybe the science has changed. So if it's changed, that's where I'm depending on you two to tell me this. But I remember as a kid, they told me that the moon controls the tide.
1: Yeah, that's a true thing.
0: Okay, how does anybody believe that to be real?
1: It's absolutely real.
0: How is it? Listen, okay, you have a rock, bro. A rock? No, hold on. You have a rock that's thousands of miles away, that's suspended in perpetual space. And it is somehow strong enough to control something that's heavier and covers more land mass and requires more energy than everything else on our planet combined in the ocean. And you're telling me the moon controls that. However, its gravitational pull does not factor into Anything else that we do, nothing. The same moon that can move the Pacific Ocean, the entire Pacific Ocean, it can move it. It's that strong. Can't do anything else that affects me. It makes sense, though. It makes zero sense. No,
1: it does. Think about it. When the moon is closest to the Earth, a.k.a. when it's a full moon, the gravitational pull is like, closest so it's like sucking the water closest to the moon because there's a there's an object that's closer so like coming from a surfer king tides high tides all that stuff are directly related to that because the water's getting sucked closer to the moon because of that tidal pull absolutely
0: but it's it's not a full moon every night a full moon's only once every 34 days or whatever it waxes and wanes
1: the full the fuller it gets the higher the tide
0: that th- but that doesn't explain tides day in and day out. How does something that big and powerful move the ocean? So, okay, to put this into perspective, what's the deepest it's massive. No, what, it, it's not that massive. And if it's that massive and it's that strong, it should be able to do something else other than move the biggest, heaviest, largest body. That ex- 70% of our planet is water, Trey, right? The Marianas Trench is, what, six miles deep? Okay. That was a great
1: band, by the way, if anyone wants to search that.
0: It's also uh, a great song by August Burns Red, which is another great band. Well, I'll tell you a good August Burns Red story here in a second. Listen, so this, <laughs> the August Burns um, so Mariana Trench is six miles deep or whatever it is, right? And that's filled with right. water. And there's yeah. there's there's trillions of other gallons of salt water out there. And this rock suspended in space somehow right. moves it, but yet it can't do anything else. That makes no sense. That is that that's just something that like they told us, and it's unprovable. i'm just gonna
1: ask you i'm gonna ask you flat out right now i'm gonna interject myself here did we go to the moon i don't believe so do
0: you do you don't believe so or you wholeheartedly don't believe so i'm about 85 percent sure we didn't go to the moon
1: why what happened how did we get that that imagery then
0: i believe it was created in a movie studio so is buzz aldrin's a piece of shit i think he's a liar I think I don't I don't I don't want to call me a liar. I think there's a high likelihood he's a liar.
1: Why
0: why do you not think we've been to the moon? Why haven't we gone back?
1: Okay. We've been to space.
0: Uh maybe. Maybe. I mean the International Space Station seems real. I mean, I don't Jeff Bezos seems real. Uh baby. the guy that owns Virgin
1: Records seems real
0: maybe maybe is they they went to like sub orbit and even then when they were up there and they looked out the the earth looked pretty flat anyway um, oh my god all right guys if you don't already do so please follow us on all social media at punchless mma uh if you, if you want to shoot us an email because that's your thing do so at chat at punchless mma uh you can leave us an email or you can leave us an email if you want or you can shoot us uh leave us a review on itunes that's always appreciated Shout out to everybody who supports the show. The best way to support the show is by supporting our show's sponsors, AllegianceClothing.com. Go to AllegianceClothing.com. Use promo code PUNCH, and you save 15% site-wide. Or um, you can go to Stay Classy Meets and use promo code FIST and save 10% on the entire thing. Dale, what color is a mirror, he says. That's a great question. That's a great question. Trey, what color is a mirror? Uh, what?
1: What
0: color is a mirror? Is a mirror? What color is a mirror? This is I've had this argument many times. What color is a mirror?
1: Oh uh, dude, I, f- I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, that's a good one. It's like my brain is about to explode. Yeah. It's gotta be beige. Beige? Yeah.
0: Okay. Just like just like the wall behind you. I see this. Is that pepperdine? Yeah, yeah, that's where I went to college. You went to pepperdine? Yeah, I learned. So you,
1: I learned book things. So you went to like an Ivy League school? That's not Ivy League.
0: Is is Pepperdine not considered Ivy League? No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's pretty highfalutin, isn't it? Falutin?
1: Highfalutin.
0: Highfalutin. Yeah. Is that a gasoline? Dude, how? What? And you went to Pepperdine? Highfalutin. Come on, man. Come on, man. No, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I went there because the campus
1: was right on the beach. Yeah, and with my ADD and the surf out the window, it was the only place I could go.
0: Gotcha. And you thought the moon was controlling the waves? It was absolutely. You thought a big rock in the sky was controlling the waves? Excellent. We'll leave it on that. Uh, appreciate everybody that tuned into the show. <laughs> Trey thinks that rocks control the control the world. So uh, congratulations, Trey. Pepperdine University paying off big time there, buddy. Bang bang. Ha <laughs> <laughs>